This podcast is supported by Understood Explains. As parents, we are often having to figure out things as we go, and that is very true for our children's education. And to help you out, I want to tell you about a podcast called Understood Explains. This season is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Ortube, and she discusses all the things you'd want to know about individual education plans, or IEPs, what they are, why they're needed, who benefits from them, and what to expect when you have meetings with teachers. I could have really used this podcast when my son had an IEP for speech when he was six. I was overwhelmed trying to understand the process and what everything meant. The episode on Understood Explains, Does My Child Need an IEP?, was the kind of info that would have really helped me get the most out of the educational support of the IEP for my son. And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Welcome to Mom and Mind, a podcast about maternal mental health discussing conception, pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. Real stories from moms and family members who have made it from struggling to wellness and interviews with experts and advocates who work for moms and families to get the help they need. This podcast is meant to offer information and awareness and is not a replacement for treatment by a professional or professional training. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Mom and Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Kat, and I'm popping in this week for a special edition of Mom and Mind to talk about Maternal Mental Health Week and World Maternal Mental Health Day. And I really wanted to, you know, come in and have a chat with you guys about all of the great things that are happening nationally and internationally to raise awareness during this week and on Maternal Mental Health Day and also for the month of May and to touch base again on why we need this awareness and why we're doing this work in the first place. Uh, you know that one of the goals of the Mom and Mind podcast is first and foremost really to get information out there, get awareness of maternal mental health issues out into the public in a way that's accessible and easy for people to get to. You know, if you have an iPhone or if you have a, a mobile phone, um, you can get this information really right in the palm of your hand through podcast just so cool. And I'm glad to be able to reach a lot of you and, and get the information out to you in a way that you can fold into your daily life, you know, doing the dishes, going on a walk or in the car, whatever you're doing. I really believe that we deserve to be aware and educated on these topics so that we can make informed decisions about our health and mental health. Specifically for, you know, during pregnancy and postpartum and on the journey to have children, there's all these really beautiful and lovely things that can happen along the way and ideas that we have about motherhood that are great and wonderful. And sometimes all of the things we expect and hope for, um, sometimes that's not the reality. And that's really, really difficult. You know, the things that we are are trying to get out there in terms of awareness and education is that perinatal mood and anxiety disorders is what they're called, like um, postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety or pregnancy depression or anxiety um, or things like that um, happen to, you know, roughly 20% of women. 
Some estimates say one in five, some say one in seven, some say one in eight. And the reality is for people who have more stress and more difficulty in their lives um, and less resources and less support, the likelihood of them having a really difficult time is much higher. So getting the word out there about you know, that, that these sorts of things can happen, that you may feel depressed, you may feel anxious, and, and that there is help available for you is really, really important um, because so many moms and dads and families feel lost, uh, feel confused, don't really understand what's going on, why they're feeling the way they're feeling, all this uh, social Um, messages about, oh, motherhood is going to be wonderful and magical and you're going to, you know, all of your instincts are going to kick in and you're going to feel like you're doing what you were meant to do. Well, you know, that does happen for some people and that's awesome. And for some people it doesn't. But you know what? That doesn't make you less of a mother. It doesn't make you less of a father. It doesn't make you less of a person. It just really means that something is happening that you didn't expect and that you need help with, and you need support with getting through, just as in any other period of time of your life when when things don't go as you expect and don't go as you plan, you maybe need a little bit of additional support to get out of that, um, and there's really nothing wrong with that. What's really lovely and beautiful about raising awareness of maternal mental health issues and informing the public about these things is that we can also reduce the stigma that comes along with it. This podcast is supported by Starglow Media's Mysteries About True Histories. From the creators of the hit top-ranking kids educational podcast in the world, Who Smarted, the Emmy-nominated Nat Geo Disney Plus's Brain Games and Netflix's Brainchild, comes Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as M-A-T-H, or math in which kids ages six and up can hear humorous and educational stories that follow two best friends, Max and Molly, while they go on adventures through time, solving puzzles, hidden equations, talking about history, and making learning cool. Episodes transport listeners to moments in history like Pythagoras's ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. When I drive my son to school in the morning, we listen to these episodes that fit perfectly in our commute with the episodes being about 15 minutes long. And this podcast is right up my son's alley because he loves to solve problems and happens to love math and the types of punny jokes that Max likes to tell. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics, depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not 
my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. So, you know, these ideas of um, what a good mother is supposed to do and what a good father is supposed to do. If, if you happen to also have a perinatal mood or anxiety disorder like depression or anxiety or OCD or PTSD, uh, or if you had a birth trauma, if your birth didn't go as you planned or as you hoped or expected, or if it was really scary for you, Um, that doesn't mean you did anything wrong. And that's a really important message. Um, And something that I hope all of you can take to heart is that when things don't go well, when things go wrong, it doesn't mean you're a bad parent. It doesn't mean you've done something inherently wrong. We need to move towards having a compassionate understanding of the transition to parenthood and motherhood it's hard and there's, you know, we can, we can prepare and we should prepare for pregnancy and prepare for birth and prepare for the postpartum period. But there are some things that you just can't prepare for necessarily. What we can do is find ways to cope with what happens uh, and find ways to bring compassion into our lives about our situation and really, you know, treat ourselves as we would treat somebody that we really love and care for. So I I think it's really, really important when we're talking about maternal mental health and why we're raising awareness for these issues to keep those kinds of things in mind. If you know a mom who's just had a baby and um, she's not doing well and you know that she's not doing well, well, there's nothing wrong with her she's going through something. So we have to, you know, bring our compassion and understanding and check in on her and bring food and, you know, watch the baby so she can sleep um, or come in and bring your vacuum with you and clean the house. Those are little things that are supportive, um, but sometimes just really sitting down and, and listening to a mom, listening to a dad and their experience and their story without judgment, without necessarily trying to fix it unless they're asking for help to fix it. You know, one of the things that makes makes um, having a depression or anxiety or anything like that um, during pregnancy or postpartum is that Moms can feel really alone and dads can feel really alone in that process. You know, as I was saying before, that whole feeling of really wanting to, you know, live out that experience of having a perfect pregnancy and a perfect birth and a perfect postpartum and then dealing with the reality when that's not the case is can feel very isolating. And especially when we don't know what's going on or why we're feeling the way we feel it can be really easy to blame ourselves. Well, I'm a, I must have done something wrong or I'm a bad parent. I'm a bad mother because I, you know, can't do all of these 500 things on this list and take care of this baby and feel functional. You know, the level of pressure that we have on ourselves to just get it all right and be everything is just 
like nothing else in our lives. We don't put that pressure on ourselves in the same way in any other part of our life. You know, if you have been given, if I hand you a brand new job, say this is your new job. You're going to be taking care of this person 24-7 for months on end without a break and without sleep. And I'm not going to really tell you how to do your job, but you just got to figure it out as you go along. Would you feel like it's reasonable then to be upset with yourself that you don't feel like you can do everything? No, probably not. You know, it's, but that's the kind of pressure that we're under oftentimes is, is, um, figuring out how to take care of a baby, how to take care of ourselves, how to understand our mood changes, how to explain to other people what our mood changes are. This is all very difficult stuff, you know, in terms of the transition into parenthood and motherhood, it takes a while. It can take a while to really, you know, feel like you know what you're doing or to even be wanting to do what you're doing sometimes. Certainly depending on your life circumstances and your own health and the health of your child and and your pregnancy, sometimes we come into new parenthood exhausted, you know, before it even really, really gets, gets going. And it can take some time to get some energy enough to feel like, yeah, I can do this or yeah, I want to do this. And having those conflicting feelings about motherhood and parenthood is part of the process sometimes. Unfortunately, I think for the most part, we have the pressure of having those hallmark card type experiences in pregnancy and birth and postpartum that I, and something I hear a lot from a lot of the moms I meet with is that this expectation that all of a sudden you're going to, you're going to know, you're going to know what to do and that you're supposed to know what to do. When else in your life do you have that kind of pressure? Is there any other time where you are expected to all of a sudden know everything? I keep thinking of the matrix, the movie, like they just like plug something in, you download this information and you're good to go. That just, it doesn't happen. I really want to make sure that we're trying to think about motherhood and parenthood as a process, that it's not waking up one day and knowing how to do everything, that it's sometimes just tripping over our own feet and our own words and our own feelings and um, getting up and kind of shaking it off and figuring out a different way. Trial and error, lots and lots of that sometimes. And, And it can be exhausting. You know, why don't we think about parenthood and motherhood as a process, just like anything else? For, you know, for even starting a new, any old new job, even when you do have training on a new job, it can take six months or so until you really feel like you're clicking in and you know what you're doing and you've got a rhythm and a flow. And it's really no different with parenthood. And, and that's when everything is kind of going okay, when you feel okay. But you add into that having to also deal and manage with depression or anxiety or trauma Um, or OCD, or having intrusive thoughts, or having to see if what kind of medication is going to be useful for you, going through those trials, or, you know, some, something happens in your relationship, or, or your child isn't well, or you're not well. Um, There are all these complicating factors that can make it the process take longer and feel harder. 
What I also want to make sure that all the listeners and all everybody understands is that it, you can get help. You can really get help. There are lots of us who are working hard to get trained and be prepared to help moms, new moms, new parents, um, and new families to transition into parenthood in an easier way. And that doesn't mean we can prevent everything, but certainly we can help um, cope. We can help manage. We can help you figure out ways to get the support that you need, sometimes just to get the sleep that you need. And, and we're all out there doing this work. And there are so many awesome organizations that are out there doing work, training other people, training clinicians, training OBs and pediatricians and any really anybody who will listen to us. Most of us will talk to anybody who will listen to us about the importance of really understanding this transition into motherhood and parenthood from an informed place so that we're not all, um, you know, as a providers, we're not all assuming that like, well, they just had a baby, so they should be fine. They should be happy because this is what they've always wanted, uh, you know, or any number of things. And I'm sure you guys have all heard on some level. What we really need to, to know is that everybody's path is different. Everybody's journey is different. And we are here to support you get through whatever it is that's going on and, and find a way to cope and manage with the reality of your experience, um, and the reality of your situation. So one of the great ways to do that is just by awareness, having an awareness uh, that these things happen, having an awareness that sometimes the transition into motherhood and parenthood is difficult understanding that if you have particular risk factors for developing a pregnancy or postpartum mood disorder, that there are some steps you can take to lessen the potential impact of, of um, significant mood changes. So in terms of the, the Mom and Mind podcast, what we're going to keep doing every week is bringing you more information, bringing you more aspects of, of conception and pregnancy and birth and postpartum that you can be informed about, that we can help you be informed about and, and get information out there of all of the people who are doing work in the field of maternal mental health to try and make sure that all moms and dads and families know that they are not alone, that they don't have to go through this alone, that they do not have to suffer in silence, that there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. There's just something that you're going through. There's a big, big difference there. We want you to know that maternal mental health matters. There's some really great campaigns coming out for Maternal Mental Health Week and World Maternal Mental Health Day. Uh, some amazing advocating happening in Washington. You can listen back on episode 46 to hear about all of that. So if you guys want to get involved, I want to give you some uh, some places to go to that you can either get involved by just sharing a message on social media, by sharing this podcast on social media, or sharing this podcast with somebody that you know who could benefit from hearing some of this information, um, from knowing that they're not alone. 
So the first couple places I want to point you in the direction of. So formally, May 1st through May 7th is National Maternal Mental Health Week. There's some great... There's some great things that you can do with the National Maternal Mental Health Coalition to be on board with that. You can go to www.mmhcoalition.com. They have a section on um, Maternal Mental Health Awareness Week. You can download some twibbins that change your Facebook picture. You can send messages uh, from their page about maternal mental health. And that's just a really simple way to support awareness is, you know, or lots of us are on social media. And even if that one mom who's just had a baby and who's not feeling well, she sees your profile picture that says, connect the dots, that says you are not alone, that says, you know, maternal mental health matters. Maybe, maybe she'll click on that and get some information that could save her, save her life in some cases. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. We just never really know the impact that a simple message will have. So by doing things like changing your profile pictures and changing your cover um, pictures on Facebook and on Twitter, um, you can potentially reach somebody. And that might be the extent of what you feel like you can do or want to do, and that's totally fine. So that's one really great avenue is go to the National Maternal Mental Health Coalition website and check on their Awareness Week information. Another really awesome thing is that May 3rd is World Maternal Mental Health Day. 
And this is global, a global, global effort to be raising awareness, not just in the United States, but everywhere. And I know, thankfully, on this podcast, we have listeners in over 65 countries. I'm glad you guys are listening. And if you want to be participating in World Maternal Mental Health Day, you can go to Postpartum Support International, www.postpartum.net. And they have a, in the join us section, there's a World Maternal Mental Health Day tab where you can also download and add to your social media um, profile pictures or cover art to to join in the message for that particular day. Uh, There are so many organizations and really awesome things that are happening during um, Maternal Mental Health Week and day and frankly month. And I will put as many links to those things as I can for you guys in the show notes so that you can find what, if you want to be participating or you just want to be reading and and sharing information with other people privately, that's, it doesn't have to be all over social media. If you see some article and you think, oh my gosh, I know a new mom, I know a new dad um, who may really, really appreciate this, or this could be useful for them, just sending information that way can be helpful. Certainly, if you know any moms or dads who, certainly if you know of anybody who's had a loss, a pregnancy loss, those folks are needing support too, and you can send them information. So I'm going to do my best to have a bunch of information for you guys um, on the website at www.momandmind.com. In the show notes for this episode, links for you guys to click on so you can participate in spreading awareness this week and this month, and so that you can be a part of all of the really cool things that are coming up to be supporting moms and dads and families. I really thank you guys for being on this journey with me on the Mom and Mind podcast. I so appreciate you all listening, and I really, really hope that this information is useful for you and helpful for you, and and that if you feel inspired to share it with other people, to share it in your mom groups, to share it with your colleagues, to share it in a way that's meaningful for you would be awesome. Getting this information out there is really, really a passion of mine. And I'm so grateful and honored to have you all on this um, journey with me. We're going to see where it goes. Episode 50 is going to be coming up soon, which is awesome. And we're going to be coming up on the year anniversary in June. So hopefully we'll have a lot of cool stuff for you guys when we're coming up on that in June. Thank you guys so much for listening and bringing your heart and your compassion and your understanding into this world of maternal mental health. And I'm really hopeful that you can take this information and share it with whoever may need it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful to have you and listening into all these awesome interviews and people that I get to talk with on this podcast. I'm excited to have more for you in our next episode. Thank you for joining us today. If you or someone you know is having a hard time, help is available. Please look for resources for help at momandmind.com. Also, please subscribe and share this podcast. Together, we can support moms and families so that no one has to deal with this alone. Thank you for being a part of the Mom and Mind community. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence 
Whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.